podcast we're back this week talking about calorie deficits so we're going to touch on four ways in which you can make your calorie deficit easier so before i jump in i just want to ask if you've been enjoying the show if you find this useful afterwards this show or others please rate the show please share it on social media it'll greatly help us grow our audience and get this valuable information out to more people so if you're enjoying it Please do me that favor. I won't spam you with ads, but I will ask you for a rating and a little share. That's not too much. So now let's dive in. We're going to touch again on four ways to make a calorie deficit easier. And why is that important first and foremost? And it's because being in a calorie deficit is freaking hard. It's really hard because we're not giving our body as much gas. We're not giving it as much fuel. And being in a calorie deficit is actually inherently a stress on the body. We are asking the body to move away from where it is at now, to move away from homeostasis, which really just means staying the same. Our body wants to stay the same, which is why losing weight is hard. It's why gaining muscle is hard because our bodies really don't want to change. It costs energy to change. And the body doesn't want to spend energy. It's very adverse to spending energy. And so as soon as we plunge into a calorie deficit, we're asking our body to do more, which makes it harder. And we're also dealing with less food. Like it's just not, it's not as fun for us. We're not, we're not running high octane here. So how can we make that easier? Cause you're going to get hungry. You're going to be a little bit lower energy. Sometimes your sleep may suffer and I'm not making being in a calorie deficit sound too attractive here. Not all of these things are going to be inherently true. Most of my clients find that if you prepare well for a fat loss phase and for being in a calorie deficit, these things are mitigated. But we also can't completely get around them. Like you're eating less food, you're going to be hungry. Like you're eating less food, you're going to have less energy. So how can we make this easier is the big question because we want a calorie deficit to be sustainable. We don't want you white knuckling throughout the whole process. We want it to be enjoyable. I want you to feel okay while you're doing it. So let's touch on those four reasons. Number one, get your fiber. Fiber is super important for overall health and longevity. You probably know it's important for great poops. And who doesn't want those? I mean, we're grownups here. We can admit it. We want to have a great poop in the morning or whenever it happens. And so if you don't have a squatty potty, get one. Side note. But fiber is going to help being in a calorie deficit easier because foods that have fiber tend to have a lot of volume. And fiber itself is also satiating. It slows down the absorption of nutrients. So it's going to help keep you fuller for longer, which is really, really key here. But again, a lot of foods that have fiber have a lot of volume, meaning that they take up a lot of space in your stomach without adding a lot of calories, which is really, really valuable because we can fill your stomach, make you feel full, but not add a lot of calories to the mix. And so things like fruit and veggies fit this bill fantastically. So eat your fruits and veggies, kids. Like we all know we should be doing it if we're not. So it's time to do it. If you want to lose some weight and you want it to be easier while you do it, eat your fruits and veggies. Seeds, also a really, really valuable and high source of fiber. I love chia seeds 
because by weight, they're one of the most fibrous foods on the planet. So, I mean, two tablespoons, I think, has about eight grams of fiber, which is a ton, which is more than some people get an entire day from two measly tablespoons, which I put in my smoothie. Oats are another great option for fiber, but really your your big sources are going to be fruits and veggies. And I shouldn't forget about like beans, legumes, so beans, lentils, things like that, also going to be a great, great source of fiber. And those things are going to have a little bit of protein in them too, which is our next point. So double whammy there, but get your fiber. Again, I do this or a big chunk of it through a morning smoothie. I try and make it very gut health friendly with fermented foods and a lot of fiber. So I get like 70% of my fiber from my smoothie, which has dark leafy greens in it, has a lot of fiber. It's got a lot of fruit, banana, berries, dates. It's got chia seeds. It's even got a little bit of nuts in there. So it is super fibrous, super delicious, and helps keep me full despite the fact that it is a smoothie and more easily digestible. So number one, get your fiber. Number two, as I just alluded to, eat your protein. Protein is very filling. In fact, of the three macronutrients, protein, carbs, and fats, protein is the most filling and satiating of the three. So even more so than fat, which is more calorically dense than protein, which means for the same weight, fat has more calories. So it's very, very important to get your protein, not only from a health perspective, from building muscle, from being structurally sound, because protein is the structure of our body from muscle to bones, to tissue, to even hormones and neurotransmitters. So protein is super important in general, but again, it also keeps you very full. And that's what we're looking for at least with these first two things, while you're in a calorie deficit. you If you're hungry and your stomach is growling at you a calorie deficit, it's going to be freaking hard to stay in said deficit. You're going to want to eat the hungry that you are. So these first two are based around limiting your eating or helping to limit that. It's going to help you stay in that deficit. So protein, obviously, going to come from mostly animal products. So get your chicken, your beef, your turkey, your eggs, your lamb, your bison, your elk, if you like that game meat. But whatever is your fancy when it comes to protein, eat a bunch of that. So this is why you may have heard people say at some point, if you're in a calorie deficit, focus your meals around protein and produce. They're super effective while you're in a calorie deficit because you're getting two of the most satiating things, protein and lots of fiber. So if you're looking to construct a meal a more ideal meal, if not even almost a perfect meal while in a calorie deficit, focus it around protein, focus it around produce, produce being mostly fruits and veggies. If you're making your meals around those two things, the majority of the time that you're in a calorie deficit, it's going to be a whole lot easier on you. You're going to feel full. You're going to be happy most of the time. And honestly, this is just good general advice for health. Anyways, we should be eating a lot of protein. We should be eating a lot of plants anyways. But in a calorie deficit, it's even more important because, again, we want to remain full, as full as possible while we're in a calorie deficit. So number one, get your fiber. Number two, eat your protein. Number three, stay hydrated. So as we've already mentioned, when you're in a calorie deficit, you have less food and fuel available, which means your energy tends to go down a little bit. 
it doesn't plummet and you're not all of a sudden like falling asleep in meetings. Although if you're in meetings in the corporate world, you're probably falling asleep anyways. But your energy is going to dip a little bit. You don't have as much food. Food is energy. Like it makes sense. So we have less energy when we go into a calorie deficit. But guess what is important for energy? Water. Water is literally chemically necessary in order to create energy. So the more water we have, the more energetic that we're going to feel. And it also takes up space temporarily in our stomach for zero calories. So if we're well hydrated, we're going to be functioning better in general because as I'm sure you know, water is important for our overall health. So we're going to be healthier. We're going to be functioning more optimally just in general with our body. But it's going to help with energy. It's going to help take up some space in our stomach and at least give the stomach a little something something while we're not eating. So use water to your advantage as well. And in this case, again, we're mostly talking about energy. We want to feel good while we're in the calorie deficit. So that does come in part from feeling full and not feeling hungry, which those first two things covered. Now we're a little bit more focused on, hey, like, let's make sure that you just, you feel generally good. You can get through your day without being like, oh, damn, I need a nap or 12. So drink your water, half your body weight in ounces per day. All right, last, but very much not least, get your sleep. This is criminally underrated for helping to aid in weight loss. Not only is it going to help you retain your muscle better, which is super important as we lose weight, we do want to lose it from body fat, not from muscle. But sleep also helps to regulate our hunger hormones. So we have ghrelin, which is our hunger hormone, which I remember because ghrelin is growling. But when we have a lack of sleep, which is generally defined as less than seven hours of sleep, ghrelin goes up. So just from not sleeping as much, we get hungrier. Our appetite is stimulated from lack of sleep. This is obviously going to make it a little bit more difficult to be in a calorie deficit. But wait, there's more, as Billy Mays once said. So at the same time that ghrelin is going up and stimulating our appetite, leptin, the hormone that tells us when we're full, goes down. So it now also becomes harder to tell when we're satisfied from meals. Our body's not as good at telling us like, hey, I think you've had enough. I think we're getting full here. I think we've gotten our, our fair share. So let's maybe stop eating right now. So we've got this huge double whammy of an appetite that's stimulated and a hormone telling us to eat more with another hormone not telling us to stop eating. What do you think is going to happen in that situation? We're going to eat more. Of course, we're going to eat more. And all of this comes because of a lack of sleep. So if we lack sleep, chances are we're going to eat more. Chances are more of the weight that we do lose, assuming that we can lose weight and that we're not being sabotaged in our calorie deficit pursuit, but more of that weight that we do lose is also going to come from muscle, which isn't going to help our body composition. And most of us want to look good. We don't want to be skinny fat or anything like that. We don't want to lose our hard-earned muscle. So get your sleep by focusing on sleep. And, you know, I, I almost always forget like the more you sleep, the less time you have to eat. You know, there's less time in the day for you to eat food, literally, if you sleep more. So that's another benefit that I often forget. 
I get focused up on the ghrelin and leptin. But if you're simply asleep more, there's there's less time for you to eat. Unless you're a sleepwalker and eater. In, in which case, good luck to you. Like that's, whew, that's a tough one. But get your sleep. Get your seven to nine hours. Prioritize that. And you're going to make being in a calorie deficit easier. So that's our four right there. So just to rehash, number one, get your fiber. Number two, eat your protein. I don't think I ever gave you guys numbers on those. So with fiber, typically we want to see women about 25 grams minimum. We want to see men about 35 grams minimum, but it also depends on how much you're eating. So a better guide is 14 grams per 1000 calories that you're eating. So if you eat 2000 calories, that's 28 grams. If you eat 3000 calories, that's 42 grams, so on, so forth. That's about as far as my math goes. But those are the numbers for fiber. For protein, you want to take your body weight if you're a lean individual or your goal body weight if you're a less lean individual and multiply that by 0.7. This is your minimum protein. Sometimes it's easier to just aim for one gram per pound of body weight. So in that same scenario, if you're lean, eat as many grams of protein as what you weigh. And if you're a little bit less lean, then again, take that target body weight. That should be the amount of protein in grams that you're eating per day. So those are the numbers behind those. But number one, get fiber. Number two, eat your protein. Number three, drink your water. And number four, get your sleep. All four of these things will make a massive difference in making a calorie deficit much easier for you, making it much more sustainable, making it much more enjoyable. And again, we don't want you white knuckling through it. We want you to be successful. We want you to get there with a smile on your face, not looking like you got hit by a truck. So these are the top four ways. Make your meals around protein and produce. Drink water all around those meals and then spend more time sleeping. You do those, you're gonna have a much easier calorie deficit. So I hope this has been super helpful for you guys. These are the strategies that I'm currently using on my calorie deficit. And again, if you find this podcast helpful, please rate the show, share the show. We greatly appreciate it. And we'll be back with more next week. Oh,